0: What the hell are you doing, Jesse? Dude, I'm doing floor pull-ups. Oh, really? I never thought about that before. Yeah, they're great. Make that the 11th biggest mistake. But, bro, I'm getting jacked. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's So, you're working out at home and maybe you're just a little bit panicked that your gains are going to go by the wayside because of it. Don't worry about it, as long as you're not making some big home workout mistakes. I want to cover those here for you to make sure that you're avoiding them. And most of all, make sure that you're getting nothing but gains no matter where it is that you're training. All right, so the first big mistake here is to focus on what you don't have as opposed to focusing on the opportunities you do have just by looking around. You see, I covered this in a recent video and you might be thinking, look, I train at home. That means I don't have dumbbells, I don't have a bench, I don't have a way to really train my back. you really do. You see a lot of the substitutions for exercises are right there in front of you. Countertops, kitchen tables, stairways, doorways, things right there in front of you that provide you with the opportunity to do the exercises that you thought you might have had to leave behind you at the gym. When you start to realize that these are still in play, then the gains that you were hoping to make on those exercises are still in play too. In a rush to compensate for the gym and the equipment that you don't have access to anymore, people tend to do mistake number two, and that is they overcompensate and choose a more difficult version of a bodyweight exercise that they actually really can't handle that well. I've gone into this in great detail before, showcasing something as simple as the pushup. Look, if you take the pushup and actually do it the way it's supposed to be performed, it becomes a hell of a lot harder. And by that, I mean chest all the way down to the ground, and most importantly, elbows all the way straight at the top, meaning those last two to three inches. And not just that, actually squeezing every single repetition, not just pushing off the ground, but squeezing yourself off the ground. And I don't care if you could do 100 repetitions of a push-up right now, I guarantee if you do them this way, slowly and deliberately, you're going to only do maybe half as many. But guess what? They're a lot more productive. And when it comes to building muscle, productiveness of the exercise and doing them right is what matters the most. So now, while mastering the basics is essential, Making sure that you're not just focusing on the basics, but focusing on exercise variety is critical if you want to see gains when you're training at home. You see, exercise variety is what actually creates the overload because it applies a different stress to your body. If you take the same example of the pushup, if we started with a knee variation there, it's going to be rather simple. And then just simply lifting the knees off of the ground is a different version of the pushup, but it has a different effect on the body. And we can take it even further by doing something here called the archer this gives us a slightly different stress. Again, not just for the sake of variety or for muscle confusion, but actually because of the difference in overload that it creates. And we could take it to the extreme where we actually do this decline push-up, which is a much more difficult version. But once again, providing that extra stimulus that we need, that extra kick to keep those muscle gains coming. Mistake number four actually relates to creating overload, but not through the exercises, but how you're actually programming the exercises that you're doing. You see, if you're using fixed rep counts as your method, of training when you're using your own body weight or home training, it's a mistake most of the time. You see, if you take an exercise and say, hey, you're going to do three sets of let's say 20 pull ups, it may be perfect for you if that's what you can actually do. But what about the person that could actually do 35 in a set? They're going to be underserved by that prescription. Or what about the person that can only do five pull ups in a set? They're not even going to be able to do what you just prescribed. And that's a big mistake. So, what you should do instead is instead of fixed rep counts focus more on training to failure on this specific day, because that could actually vary from day to day. And if you take failure as your guideline or even a rep or two within failure, then you're basically providing yourself with a number that's actually accurate when it comes to creating the overload. So if I took 20 reps as my failure point, but meanwhile, I actually performed the set and I was able to go beyond that to 25 or 26. Keep going. Go to the 25 or 26 so that you know you're taking yourself to the limit that's necessary to create gains. Now, if you do want to use a fixed rep count as your programming guideline here, then you have to have another consideration. And that's something we actually did in a recent pull up and push-up workout, and that was the additional aspect of adding time over the top. Because even if I was underserved by a specific set, if we're going to repeat that again and again and again and again, like we did in that workout, then time becomes a great equalizer. Ultimately, the repetitions that were done in the beginning that seemed maybe a little bit on the light side felt anything but light by the time it was over because of that condensed aspect that we're getting from the time overlay. Mistake number five actually is maybe one of the reasons why home workouts get that subservient role when it comes to building muscle, because a lot of people think that they just don't work so well. They may not if you focus on moves like this. These are cardio moves. These are not strength building moves. And if you want to build muscle. You got to focus a little bit less on these cardio moves. Now, look, I like these and they belong in a proper conditioning program. But a lot of times home workouts rely almost entirely on these movements. It becomes more of a hit training effect than it does a strength building effect. And what we need to do is focus more on those exercises that create that fatigue that we just talked about, that failure that we just talked about, within seconds, not minutes. I could do some of these exercises for minutes on end. I can't do a handstand push up for minutes on end. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't be doing them. As a matter of fact, it needs to be the focus of my training if I want to make those gains. And the conditioning exercises, while they still belong, should not be the main focus of what you're trying to do. Mistake number six should be an obvious one, but it's forgetting to train your back. Now look, I get it that your options might seem limited at first glance, but I just showed you in the beginning of the video that there's a lot of things you can do actually just looking around your surroundings, like using a table. You could actually just take a door and you knock out your pull-ups. Whether you're grabbing onto the frame itself, Or the door itself. But remember, if you're going to the door, you got to make sure you prop something up under the door so you're not pulling down on those hinges. I'm not going to be responsible for broken doors. The fact is, though, guys, your back is one of the biggest areas of your entire body and it needs a great deal of attention. Forgetting to train it just because you don't have the obvious options at your disposal doesn't make it acceptable. And we all know that for 15 bucks you can actually just get a pull up bar and all your problems are solved. Mistake number seven actually piggybacks literally off of the back training concept And that is if you allow yourself to train at home and you don't focus on your back or even the smaller muscles of your back, then training at home is actually going to be worse for you than not training at all. That's right. Worse for you when it comes to posture. You see, if your posture looks like this instead of this, it's likely because you're training at home and you're forgetting about your back. You're also forgetting about little exercises like this that have a profound impact on improving your posture. And the reason why this happens is that when you're at the gym, I have a saying that even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and then. You might run into a lap pull down machine. You might actually do a set of pull ups. You might maybe pick up a barbell and do a set of rows. And that little bit of back training is better than the no back training that you're getting at home. And that leads to this dominance that you get from home training of this rounded forward posture because of the muscle imbalances you're creating on the front side. And not just that, think about what we talked about before. One of the equalizers of training at home is to increase that volume and having more and more repetitions done of the front side anterior chain muscles is just going to continue to make this worse and worse. So, you got to be conscientious of the fact that when you are training at home, it's not just back training, but it's all the little muscles of the back because there's a lot of them and each of them need attention. The eighth biggest mistake when it comes to training at home is taking for granted the routine that you actually had in place when you were training at the gym. You see, maybe you were the type that actually would just head to the gym after work. But you see, that was part of your routine and you would do that every single time you left work. Or maybe you had a training partner waiting for you there so there was some sort of accountability. Or maybe even you just liked the social aspect of being around people when you train. Well, if you're training at home right now, all those things are gone, but it doesn't mean that it's not your responsibility to replace them. So maybe you have to set a reminder or a timer on your phone for that specific time that you actually leave for the gym when you're leaving work and just do it from home. Or maybe you need to throw a buddy on FaceTime and do the workout together with them some method of trying to recreate that consistency so that you can actually stick with your workouts. Because if you don't stick with your workouts, no matter whether you're home or at the gym, they're not going to work. The next big mistake you can make when training at home is picking the wrong room. I'm serious about this. Like If you pick your family room, it's not that hard to imagine that maybe after a couple sets, you get a little bit tired, you get a little bit comfortable, you hop on your phone, and the next thing you know, you're out. That's because you picked the wrong room. What you want to do is maybe pick something a little bit less comfortable, right? You want to get in that mindset of training and actually applying a focus to your training and not the comfort of the surroundings that you're in. So maybe pick that room that you thought was haunted when you first moved in, or maybe the basement that's unfinished that doesn't look so nice. Whatever it is, it helps to put you in that zone and it separates yourself from the home, even though you're still in the home, to allow you to get that intensity that you're looking for when you're trying to build muscle. And finally, the last workout mistake you can make if you're training at home. It's just repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Look, I commend you on doing something, but if you keep doing the 50 reps of pull-ups, 50 reps of push-ups, 50 reps of squats, and 50 reps of sit-ups, look, Not only are you doing the same thing I told you not to do before and focus on fixed reps, but you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. There's no progression there. And we talked about before, progression is key. And even if you break it down to a simple structure like I did in our perfect home workout, if you haven't seen it, it's over here. I want you to check it out at the end of this video. It was a simple A-B workout structure, but even within that I gave you the opportunity to rest less. I gave you the opportunity to increase the exercise level that you're performing at, either beginner or advanced. I gave you the opportunity to do even a few more reps within the time period that you were doing it, and there's that overlay of time once again. The fact is, you got to know how to break this down, guys, and do it the right way. If you're looking for a step-by-step program, we have one. It's called ATHLEAN Zero, and it doesn't even require any equipment at all. Just your own body weight. That's available at ATHLEANX.com. If you found the video helpful, make sure you leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what I'm going to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.